0: This is London. As British troops and armaments were announced withdrawn from the Channel Islands, and half of the civil population already evacuated, waves of German bombers delivered their first daylight daylight attack on the stepping stones between Britain and France. Twenty-three people were killed in Guernsey, and six in Jersey. The British Home Office states that the islands were demilitarized in view of the German occupation of France. Some of the Channel Islands are only ten miles from the German-occupied French coast. The furthest is thirty miles. Almost all would be under the guns of shore-based artillery. More than 50,000 of the Channel Islanders are already in England. During the past week, they have poured into south coast ports under a government scheme of voluntary evacuation. Behind them, they left their automobiles, most of their personal possessions, and tons of newly harvested potatoes and tomatoes. It is expected that the Channel Islands will be deserted for the duration of the war. German raiders also made less damaging attacks on the British mainland last night. Five casualties have so far been reported in Wales, but none on the east coast. It was the fifth successive night raid on Britain. Terrific explosions were heard on the southeast coast of England last night, apparently coming from the German-occupied port of Calais. Royal Air Force machines had been seen crossing the channel, and it was apparent that a heavy bombardment was taking place. Possibly it was directed at big gun emplacements, such as those which were bombed on the top of the high chalk cliffs last week. It seems certain in London that the Germans are attempting to establish long-range battles on the French coast by which to command the narrow straits of Dover, and perhaps shell the British southeast coast. There are unconfirmed, unconfirmed reports in both Rome and Berlin this morning that General Balbo, the Governor General of Libya, has fallen in an air battle. Some of you will undoubtedly remember... This smiling, black-bearded flyer from Italy who led the mass formation of 24 Italian bombers to Chicago in 1933. The whole of the East coastline of Britain has been moved back 20 miles. Movement in this 20-mile coastal defense zone will be strictly controlled by regional commissioners. The area has not been put under martial law. An announcement by the Ministry of Health indicates that in certain areas threatened with invasion the bulk of the population may be evacuated and that the evacuation in this case will be compulsory. The total weight of the news from the continent and from the French colonies indicates that Britain now fights alone. Despite the British recognition extended to General de Gaulle, he has been unable to secure the support of distinguished French leaders. So Britain must now fight two wars, one west of Gibraltar and the other east of Sicily and she must fight them both alone. There is a division of opinion here over the Russian move into Romania. Some observers see it as a threat to the German rear to be followed by general war in the Balkans and a Russian effort to reach out and protect their old friends, the Bulgarians, and their new friends, the Yugoslavs. But the best informed opinion here thinks the Russian action was taken with German connivance and agreement. Latest reports say that King Carol has appealed to Germany for advice. There seems to be some danger that the Russians, in their enthusiasm, may go beyond the line laid down in the original Moscow Demands. There have been no reports of clashes between the advancing Russians and the retiring Romanians. The British guarantee to Romania still exists, but there has been no announcement of consultations between Bucharest and London. The British guarantee does not operate so long as the Romanians fail to resist, even if they should resist. It is difficult to see how effective aid could reach them from this country. The confusion in the Balkans seems to be complete. But the opinion here is that Russia doesn't want a war anywhere, and that the Germans certainly don't want a war in the Balkans, which would interfere with their sources of supply, and that the understanding between Berlin and Moscow probably provided for the things that are now happening on the borders of Romania. Today, the British are reading about Wendell Wilkie. His nomination is universally Welcome. The danger that American assistance might be paralyzed as a result of a bitter battle on foreign policy is believed to have been removed. The interpretation here is that he owes his nomination primarily to his uncompromising stand against isolationism. In some quarters, the Republican candidate is called Wendell, help the Allies, Wilkie. I return you now to CBS in New York.